Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Army of the Dead. Directed by Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead is the zombie heist film which stars an ensemble cast led by Dave Bautista. The movie is out now on Netflix, but if you haven't watched Army of the Dead yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. This film was actually announced in 2007, um, but sat in development hell for years at Warner Brothers before the rights uh, were bought by Netflix. Luke, you have the plot. After a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries takes the ultimate gamble by venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off a heist. That's the movie. It's a short, short sweet for a two and a half hour movie. But yes, it really takes its time getting to the point, doesn't it? And do you know what? I'm going to blame Zack Snyder for that because if, if anything's been proven recently is that he doesn't tell a lot of story even if he has a lot of time to do it. Um, but Zack Snyder, so this is um, obviously his latest, his latest film that, <laughs> that is, we're checking is, out. Um, more, I'd say more than any other film that he's been involved in, this is his film. So fans of his, months from now, years from now, don't be asking for a Snyder Cut because this is it. I mean, I was watching those opening credits and his name was popping up all over the place. He's even yeah. the director of photography on this movie. Like he is covering all bases. But yes, this is very much a Zack Snyder film. I mentioned the length. I've got to be honest, I'll say it early. I didn't feel the length at all. I thought I would. Oh, I thought I it would be... I disagree. <laughs> what, with my opinion? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I disagree with this. Okay. I disagree with the statement that, yeah. you, uh, that you're implying. Maybe I, I... Honestly, I think like a lot of people, I was really looking forward to this movie. And this movie and a lot of other movies, like big movies you know, back at the cinema. I'm enjoying that. But I'm also enjoying a movie of this scale, being able to watch it at home. I'd seen the trailers. Looks fun. Knowing Snyder was involved, I thought, you know, if nothing else, we're going to get a visual treat. And um, yeah, no, I didn't feel this movie was long. I was along for the ride. I've been watching a lot of heist movies lately, whether it's the Oceans movies Elmore Leonard adaptions, just heist cases. Okay. <laughs> so like, so now, right, I'm always, now we're I'm always up for uh, with zombies. And the fast I'm always and furious movies, heist. Of course, they <laughs> ended up being big heist movies, also. Sure, sure. Look, I'm, I'm always keen for a good heist movie. Um, you know, a good heist, whether it's you know an oceans movie, Ant Man, I don't know, whatever. I think we could just list more Avengers Endgame. Um, I mean, a big part of oh, that is a heist. Time movie. heist. <laughs> Avengers time heist. Always good. But look, I'm always up for a, a good zombie movie as well. So, you know, put the two together. It's like, hey. And, you know, it's not zombie apocalypse. It's just zombie apocalypse in a particular area. This being Las Vegas. So, you know, we're, we're still getting, you know, there are casinos and stuff with money pretty much buried underground in a safe. So it's cool. a great, it's a great concept. I like the fact that this the is concept's not, great. <laughs> it's the end of the world. I mean, we've we've had zombie 
end of the world with one of Snyder's earliest movies, a remake of Dawn of the Dead. Excellent. Really like that movie. This is on a much smaller scale because we've got our team of mercenaries and then we've got that one location, Vegas, and having it being such a colourful location as well, I think works really well. You know what, I, immediately when I started watching this, because um, you know, going in, I was like, okay, we're going to get, whether it's you know something similar to Day of the Dead or if we're going to get a lot of, you know, again, leaning into that high side, you know, something like Day of the Dead meets Ocean's Eleven or, or, or whatever. As the movie started, I was like, okay, what we're really getting is more like Suicide Squad. And I was like, you know, having Zack Snyder, you know, with, you know, as much as he did in the DC universe, he didn't do Suicide Squad. And I was like, this probably would have been at least tonally what that would have been like. And I thought that was kind of interesting. What's yeah, really interesting about what you just said there, so I mentioned Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. That was actually written by James Gunn, who is directing and writing The Suicide Squad. And Batista, who is in this movie, turned down James Gunn's The Suicide Squad <laughs> to do this film. So there you go. There's connective tissue there. See, everybody's friends. Everybody's <laughs> in everyone else's business doing stuff. There, there are no walls. Um, but yeah, look, you mentioned those opening credits. Probably my favourite part of this movie. Oh, I just, it opened strong. Yeah. It was... And it's not, it's not like, it's not just like, oh, you know, 30 seconds, a minute. It, it's, it's like, a, it, was it five minutes? It felt like five minutes, but in a good way. Like, um, I know I said the length sort of played on me a little bit, but I was like watching a little mini movie. I got a whole story. I got, I got everything set up for me. I was ready to go. I was like, this is great. It's bonkers. It's got that, they're doing that thing where there's a contrasting song that doesn't fit but it works because, it works really because well. of that exact well, reason. The, you know, the flashback sequences in Snyder's Watchmen, like if a lot of his movies, you could take out elements that by themselves are just perfection. That work <laughs> yeah. so well. But those moments are often a part of a much longer experience, which is what <laughs> we get with Army of the Dead. But I agree with you that opening was absolutely fantastic. It quickly brought you up to speed with what was going on, the world we were going to spend time in. It really set the movie up well. That's why it baffles me that following those opening credits, it took a whole hour for them to get to the action. There was because just... he had time on his hands. He had a lot of, <laughs> he had a lot oh. of minutes to tell this story. There were, I mean, there were a lot of characters that we were meeting and I, I guess it was a necessity to sort of, check in on each one and you know much like, like those oceans movies it's like they're putting the team together and it's it's we're getting you know we're getting that done they're taking a few minutes to sort of delve into you know you know a bit of conflict especially when it comes to dave batista's character and and his daughter there's stuff there there's there's bits and pieces i just feel like it just took way too long to get to the action and it wasn't until it, we got to the action where it was like okay now we're in for a bit of a ride and even yeah. then, I've got some thoughts, but I'll let I, you. I'll let you go. Double. No, I, <laughs> I clearly had a had a different experience with this movie. I mean, it, it opens up. I mean, I knew it was going to be a long movie anyway, but it opens up, and you know, like you say, we've got that great opening, and the stakes are set. So I was more than happy to spend time 
with these characters and for them to build the team we're getting the different character quirks because you're always going to get that in a ensemble movie like this but i always knew where we were going i mean we'd seen the trailer we knew there was going to be a zombie tiger a zombie queen we knew there was going to be a zombie wearing a cape so just for me knowing that wow this is all to come and we know where it's going to be because they're going from a to b b being vegas so we always know where we're going so I was okay. So I didn't feel like I was waiting for, for things to happen. I just, I was along for the ride. And I feel as though when we eventually get to our rating, the duration is going to have a big influence on how we both <laughs> feel about this movie. It wasn't, it wasn't just the time. Because look, I got to admit, once we got to that hour mark, and I'll, I'll point that out again, when you know, they, they get into the quarantine area, and you know like stuff stuff starts happening it does kind of change gear and go full on like it's pretty much non-stop from then but on that with my zombies i i just like zombies just being zombies when it came to all the the queen and and zeus you know the alpha zombies Mm. i it didn't do anything for me i just felt like this it was it was like just a weird monster i was like what like what level are they aware and intelligent i don't know it didn't work for me they it's pretty i found it pretty easy to follow and i really i did like that because again mentioning dawn of the dead before that zombies again i mean that was fast zombies but still zombies whether it's slow or fast they've got that one speed that one thing that they are Whereas in this, I like the fact that it was introduced that there's something there's something more going on here. Like character makes reference to the fact that they're not what you think they are. That when you get inside and then you've got the ones on the outer ring and there you've got the trackers and you've got the zombies that have been bit by Zeus, the alpha. And they the way they turn is different. So they're not just brainless zombies. But then if it's just a, zombie, a normal zombie biting another zombie, they're the zombies you get on The Walking Dead and the I mean, most zombie. Yeah. So I, I did. I mean, like, I, I follow all of that. It's just, and I just again, didn't care much for it. I just he's got a cape. I mean, he's got a cape with a cool mask. It, like, there's something it led into it. Yeah. It's just something weird about watching a zombie put on a mask. It's like, why? You're already a zombie. Why? You're already because, scary. as we listen, we see later on in the movie exactly why he puts a bloody mask on. He takes a shot to the head, dead. But previously, wearing the metal mask, the bu- the bullets are deflected. <laughs> so that's <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Okay. There's a practical it. reason. There's a practical reason for him to do it. Again, I get it. He's got some but smarts, like, but it's I like just, early on, you got the know. zombie tiger. You have got the zombie queen. She's been all weird. But then you got this cloaked figure <laughs> on the rooftop. It was just. It was different, and I just, just something new. Yeah, I, yes, I enjoyed. But that was working for me. That was working. It was definitely working for me. And then you've got like your action star, your lead is Dave Batista, and you can't help but compare ex wrestlers, now actors, to other, you know, like other actors like Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he's one of the biggest actors, I'd say, financially on the planet right now. So he's an easy comparison to Batista. But what you get with Dave is something different. Like he can give a smaller performance. 
So I like that, you know, he's the tortured dad. We saw what went through, you know, they saw the bit where his wife turned, he had to kill her. There's the issue with his daughter. So I like, you've got all the drama as, as well as the action. And I think Batista is really good at selling that. Like he is, you know, he's this big hulking guy with tats. But then he's got his little spectacles and he's just flipping burgers. And you get that, oh, okay, so this is not Dwayne Johnson. This is something else. And I thought Batista was really good as the lead in this. But then when push comes to shove, he can deliver on all the action. And from memory, he chucks in a few wrestling moves as well. Oh, yeah, because why not? Because he can. I, I think... I think it's worth highlighting that it's it's a strange it's a strange scenario when Dave Batista is the it seems to be doing uh, giving the best performance in the movie amongst the other characters. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying the other actors were overly bad or anything like that, but there you know there was a there was a big mixture. No one was really doing anything of any sort of excellence that was making me go oh some performances were a bit rocky and i was like are they overacting i mean are they this, just is that just the character come on this movie is yes. not looking to win awards in the best oh, look i'm not saying category. i'm not saying and award winning performances i just that's mean not what, yeah that's not what this give movie me fine acting just give me fine about. acting dave or batista is very good at going quiet <laughs> and that was really working for me. It, it, I was, yeah, so, uh, I, was, I believed yeah. him it as a really, as a character, as an actor, as a dad, it, as a yeah. face acting. <laughs> he does good face <laughs> acting. It's very subtle, and I think it could do it can do a lot. No, a lot I just find that. again, I'm not saying I wanted the best acting ever, and you know, like I wanted the drama. It was just a lot of the actors were just like. It almost just felt like they were either overacting or okay. phoning it in. It was I, like one or the other. It's very characters. strange. Let's talk about Dieter. The German you're gonna have to... Let's... Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, you're okay, going to have to tell yeah, me which one that is because I've got no chance of following any of the actors he, or the characters' names. So I've got no chance. generally really entertaining. He, Out of all the characters, he's probably the most likable. Yes. His performance... He's almost a cartoon character compared to the rest of them. Like he's going big. Is that because he has an, everything? Is it because he has an accent? No, it's because <laughs> he sticks out from the rest of them like a sore thumb, and that's kind of the point. Like he's not got experience. Well, he's not a weapons. soldier. Like he's not. Yeah, yeah, but but he there's many reasons why he sticks out, and it's not the accent, but it's just it's his personality. That's what it is. Yeah, but he's yeah. really like you said, standing with it. He's loud, but like, like comically loud. Um, I mean, the accent does play a part. He's obviously, his character is very different from the rest of them because he's the safe cracker. He's there for his skills, not, oh, wait. He's there for different skills, I should say. Yeah, you're right, like, he's very different. Very different. Yeah, I, I thought he likeable. was... Likeable. <laughs> and yeah, likeable. Because the rest, they're either assholes or they're just grumpy bums. I'm just <laughs> going to say it. They're all a bunch of grouches. And then you've got the soldier with the chainsaw or with the blade. And they end up becoming friends like over, yeah. over time. Uh, Amari Hardwick as Vanderhoe. So he's the big guy. Those two butt heads. So it's more so him butting heads with Dieter. 
but eventually like you know they get a bit of a friendship and a bit of a bond there which it was in, it was fun watching that develop over time and Deirdre gets his heroic moment where he actually <laughs> saves van der Ho's life um probably shouldn't <laughs> to be honest but i guess snyder wanted to have options for a sequel because <laughs> i mean I was, we get i was fully in in this yeah. movie but we we kind of knew going in maybe zeus was going to get killed by somebody um that happens and this movie leaves us with a new like patient zero like somebody else that's going to go out into the world and spread mm. this virus when when he did get locked in that safe, though, I was like, "Can he get out of that?" I Is looked he... into it. Apparently, all these yeah, um, safes, yeah, yeah. There's a like a, a safety setting that just in case you were to get locked inside, <laughs> you can actually release yourself. You know, afterwards, like I watched this movie with my wife, and she like she she said, "I was thinking as we watched it, why don't they all just wait in the safe?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, good point. Like, that'd have been okay." I mean. They probably didn't want to assume that they would uh, survive a nuclear blast. Um, in that I mean, safe, I think he kind of got he got lucky. Worked for, it works for him. It works for <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, that was a refrigerator. Hey, that was a fridge, mate. <laughs> so um, yeah, did it uh, MythBusters? Uh, oh, check I mean, into that. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't need them to tell me. If I'm honest, <laughs> my thought was it's like, just yeah, a movie. Probably, it's just a movie. Probably not. There's a character in there who I thought was bloody cool and I was generally gutted when she eventually got killed and she stayed alive for a long time. Samantha Wynn Chambers. And if you're unfamiliar with Chambers, she was Guzman's friend. And if you're familiar with Guzman, he's one of the other characters. <laughs> in the, movie. the one with the blonde hair and like blonde tips. Okay, just why don't you just say the blonde chick? The blonde chick. <laughs> the blonde, oh, no, the blonde chick guy. Tips. No, yeah, he's got like, blonde tips in his hair. So who's the chick? He was the guy that was, it was, he had all the followers online and he right. brought her along with him. He brought two people. He brought, oh, okay. yeah, he brought along with him Chambers and the <laughs> other guy that left when he heard that it was going to be zombies. But anyway, the point oh, being, sure, yeah. right. Too many characters. They're Chambers. all interchangeable. <laughs> so in the scene that ultimately leads to her death, she's dressed exactly as Jeanette Goldstein when playing the character in Aliens, you know, with the red bandana. And as oh, I was wow, watching yeah. it, it reminded <laughs> me of Aliens. And then I found afterwards that it was intentional, that they purposely that the point. look like that. Certain scenes of her firing her gun whilst wearing the red bandana are almost shot for shot remakes of that film. And also when the scenes where we see Zeus on horseback and shot for shot, it's Planet of the Apes. So there's certain influences and homages that Snyder was was paying with this movie. But you're right, though. There is so many characters. There's too many. In this movie. I mean, you're right. A lot of them do have... You're getting enough of different personalities that they're identifiable. You know what's sort of going on. Like the blonde chick, she's... Again, I don't know her name. Uh, Even though it's all written down in front of me. But, like, she's... You know, she stands out. She's a bit of a badass. When she gets impaled, it's I was like, that's brutal. Like, damn. She's almost there. The helicopter was right there. And she's uh, gone. Um, but, you, you know, like, yeah, like, there's some fun characters. You know, the daughter's interesting. She's got, like, her own motives for coming along. And she wants to save, you know, like, her friend, that mother. 
Um, and who there's dies? A conflict with it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like again, what is she with the wife? We got to the end. She's like, what was the point? <laughs> Pretty much everybody, everybody died. I mean, it was not a successful mission. Because we find out that like, the bad guy, it's only Scorpion from the new Mortal Kombat movie. He sends, <laughs> he sends them all in, but it's never really about the money. In fact, it's not about the money at all. Well, that's why that's where the that's DNA where the, the alpha stuff comes into play because it, it leads to a bigger plot where it's like, why are they? Why are there alphas? And there's something to do with, I guess, or by using their heads, they can make more of them or something and create an army of the of dead super soldiers, if you will. Yeah, but he's got his man on the inside, Martin, played by Garrett Dillahunt. I like this guy primarily from the sitcom Raising Hope. Brilliant in that. But he's the right hand man to the billionaire. That he's the one that's trying to bag the head. And that kind of character, you're just waiting for him to die horrifically because he's always going to have a bad death. And it happens to him. It also happens to uh, the security guard played by, is it Theo Rossi? He used to be in Sons of Anarchy. Right. You know, we, we kind of got the idea that he was up to bad behavior, like, shall we say, <laughs> at, yeah. at the camp. And again, he's another character. As soon as he's along on the mission, well, something bad's going to happen to his character. <laughs> Just, the blood chick sacrifices him. Straight like, away. She's one that gets him to come along and then straight up, we have to make oh. a trade. <laughs> I mentioned the zombie tiger a couple of times. Horrifically yeah. kills Martin. Oh, yeah. I was like, that tiger's going to bite that guy's face off. And it bit <laughs> that guy's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Off. Face off. Yeah, yeah. His skull's still there. Yeah. Horrific. <laughs> Part but, of I mean, his this, skull. <laughs> this, movie, this movie opens and it's like, oh, yeah, it's R-rated, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. really And that's really good. I think when, it. you know, like, you're going to strap in and just be like, there's going to be some brutal shit that we're going to see and it's going to be great. And there is. There's brutal shit in it and it's great. You know, one I of the highlights. I didn't see it, but I read it online afterwards. So the movie opens. You've got Michael Cassidy as Sergeant Kelly. So he's the guy mm. that probably survives the longest out of the original people. And again, I missed it, but apparently and there's talks of Area 51. And when they're like saying right. what could potentially be in the back, like what are we transporting here? And apparently, I'd have to go back and check, there's two orbs in the sky. Because we don't know, is this a man-made virus? Like, what is going on? Like, have people experimented on, on Zeus? Like, what happened for him to become what he became? But whether it right. was just, like, a little bit of humour, because there is a lot of humour in this, like, whether that is what it is, that Snyder's like, hey, just put some orbs in the sky. I figured, After they I figured mentioned they Area 51. I just wanted to establish that they were in Nevada. So it was like, still, you know, there's, there's, there's Area 51. <laughs> you know, they're in the military and they're transporting something secret, secret from Area 51. It's like, well, it must be aliens. <laughs> like, um, fun fact, but, um, you know, Michael, is it Michael Cassidy? Is that his name? Yeah. He like is he is he like really good friends with Zack Snyder? Because he was he not in Batman v Superman as Jimmy Olsen? Whoa! Yes, <laughs> you are right. Where is where yeah. my mind went? Oh, my yes. I mean, I I I, 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 I always try and wipe that from my memory. 
that in the opening <laughs> scenes of that movie, Snyder chose to kill Jimmy Olsen. But yes, mm. he's apparently CIA or something and not working for the planet. But you're right, it's him. I recognised him from the replacement Doctor in the TV series Resident Alien. So that's what I most recently uh, saw oh. him in. But you're right, yeah, he is Jimmy Olsen. In <laughs> and I know him from season two of The O.C., we all know him from somewhere. We don't have to go through his catalogue. Just wanted to highlight that we're God, very different talking. people. <laughs> talking, but he's either he's either really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you he's know, either really good friends with Zaxxon or not very good friends because he keeps mate, killing mate, him. I'm gonna just let me do this. <laughs> Somebody else who Snyder is working with yet again in this movie, composer Junkie XL. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. He's worked with Hans Zimmer on Man of Steel and Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, as well as composing the scores for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And he's all outside of working with Snyder. He's done heaps of work like Mad Max Fury Road, Deadpool, Tomb Raider, the list goes on. But he's somebody that Snyder has gone to time and time again. And you hear him in this, as well as Elvis Presley. I mean, he was always going to feature in a movie about Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Honestly, man, the, the soundtrack, like the score, I mean, I did like, um, but the songs, like the choice of songs in this film. And who is it? Oh, the Cranberries. You the get zombie, that Cranberries yeah, zombies. song, Zombie. It's like, you know, a lot of the songs, especially the song titles, a bit on the nose, but it really, it fit yeah. the movie It works, well. though. It works, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay. Like, ha, 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 very funny, but... You listen to the lyrics of zombie and, and it's like is it zombie or zombies doesn't yeah, zombie yeah you listen to you just listen to the, the lyrics and it's like it's like it's really fitting they're talking about you know army guns um you know obviously zombies like it's all yeah it works it's oh it works yeah it works really well yeah the, the music yeah excellent we should probably talk about what's potentially going to happen beyond this movie because even before this and this movie so it had its premiere on netflix but a week ahead of that it was shown in some select cinemas but before all of that back in september of last year it was announced that a prequel film and an anime style tv series are in development to expand the franchise so that's before the movie was even out. So clearly sure. they had high hopes for this movie. So you've got the animated series, Army of the Dead, Lost Vegas. That's happening. And the prequel, live action, it's called Army of Thieves. And your main character is Dita, who we like. <laughs> Like, okay. So it's like the kind of... Okay, so we've got this zombie movie, Army of the Dead, and that's your first exposure to the zombies. And then they're going to make a prequel to that movie, and it's not about zombies at all. It's just, a, I guess, I'm assuming, more of a straightforward heist movie. <laughs> just heist. Or maybe just heist. in the background, they'll have some quick cuts to a lab somewhere. Maybe, I don't know. But either way... Or- or, you know, the scene, I know this is, I know it's played for, it's, it's just a joke, but you know the scene where they're like, oh, like they see the, the, the skeletons or like the dead bodies or the corpses, or whatever you want to call them. And there's a the whole monologue about what if that's us? 
yeah. in like an alternate timeline and we're in, trapped in some time loop. Pretty cool. <laughs> but that was, like, that, that, that was purely just for effect, was it like? Because it was showing the bodies and they were wearing the same clothes, but that was just them potentially seeing themselves. But yeah, I don't yeah, think there's yeah. any sort of time loop going on. I mean, maybe you could take it nah, that way. But... I think they were just taking a taking a dig at Tenet or something like that. Or, you know, just, they were just, it was just a funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, it works. It was insane. But I think this is a case of Netflix, you know, <laughs> after Warner Brothers sat on this movie for however long Netflix like, yeah. well, we've got Snyder Maybe. now. They're going to do something with this because you yes. people didn't. You he know, what you do really don't even know who owns you anymore. He has yep. an audience <laughs> who are very loud voices online. They like using that same hashtag. I'm, I'm over it, but um, the hashtag is still on the side of us. Snyder. Just leave it alone. I thought I said Schneider then, but that's the Rob Schneider. The Schneider. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he's got a big fan base. And, you know, I like majority of his work. I think the one of his that I've not gone back to, I contemplated it and decided, no, Sucker Punch. I watched that one at the cinema and didn't think too much to it. But anyway, this is not a hey, <laughs> review. Visual feast and, 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 and just visual feast, not just for the special <sighs> effects. Lots of pretty ladies in that movie. So we talked about this movie, what may or may not happen, but I think it will. This movie's been successful enough. And I mean, what have Netflix put out recently? An anime style show of Pacific Rim. I reckon they'll do it. They will make more of these movies. All right. So let's rate this. Uh, what would you give this out of five? I'm not going to go crazy here. But again, I had a very, very good time with this movie. <laughs> Um, I'm going to come in, you know what? I'm going to come in at a solid four out of five. <laughs> oh, wow. I, okay. I have a lot of fun with this movie and, you know, it's probably the most Zack Snyder film I've, I've ever seen. Oh, actually, yeah, no, yes, sticking with the four, absolutely. Uh, but there's a character I've completely missed and I didn't mean to. Peters, the... Helicopter pilot. Oh, yeah. So she, or the actress, sorry, uh, Tig Nataro is a stand-up comedian, but I know her from Star Trek Discovery. She's very good in that. But the whole controversy around why she was brought in in the first place, another actor was cast. I'm blanking on his surname. His first name's Chris. American comedian, and accusations were made against him and he was removed from the movie but he'd actually shot and featured in a lot of the scenes so they had to go back and spend a shitload of money to remove him from the film have her inserted and when it's not her there's body doubles so a lot of work actually went into recasting the helicopter pilot is that why her performance isn't great because she's one of the highlights of, of i was like I felt like it was very overdone. But, but maybe is, right? I, maybe I that was her. I like her previous work, but a lot of what she's having to do is talk to herself. Because yeah, fair enough. Nobody else fair enough. So she's got a hard job where she's got to come and fit within this ensemble. Where for the most part, they've all been and done their bits. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been an easy easy task for her. But I, I liked her in this. But again, I'm a fan of hers. From before this movie, 
But yeah, no, I did mean I did mean to mention her. The actor, I'm blanking on his name, Chris. Is he? Ah, oh, gone. Well, you, you probably know who I'm talking about. Either way, he's not in this movie, so we've probably <laughs> given him enough time already. No, that's that's it. Especially if he was not a nice boy. Well, <laughs> the point being, though, that like, was... this was already an expensive Snyder movie because that seems to be his speed making expensive movies and no fault of his. He had to then go and spend a lot more money to fix up this actor and replace him. Fair enough. Was that, was that your rating? Yes. In a, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. Sticking yeah okay. Cool. I, I, know, know, I, got come in. I got sidetracked. I got sidetracked. You did, but you know, you, you address stuff you wanted to talk about. Um, I'm coming in a lot lower um, and mainly because I did feel like, again, it picked up the pace, which was which was good. I think overall it was it was just too long. It was too long. The characters, the majority of them, I either disliked them or I found them kind of boring. Um, I didn't think the performances or anything were anything too hot. Yeah, like I just. I just want a zombie movie. The zombie stuff, I was like, I was really enjoying, and the gore and the violence, I was like, yes, this is kind of kicking ass. But overall, I was like, I didn't care about all the other kafui with the alphas and the, the queen and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know what? The heist was kind of boring because I guess there wasn't really a problem. They just went in, opened the safe, and then it was more leaving that was the problem. But yeah, so I don't know. I just didn't get what I wanted to get out of this movie. 2.5, I'm sorry, 2.5 out of 5. That's a lot lower. That's a lot lower than what I. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I, I got to. I yeah. I, I get your reasons why. I had a feeling. I got to say. I. What you said. I almost. I almost turned it off. Wow. It was at that hour mark. Oh I was God. like, I time checked and went, "Are you serious? This is taking you know, I way thought too about long. it earlier when you mentioned, you know, something was happening at the hour mark. I did not check the time once. So we clearly had a very yeah. different... Yeah, no, I just felt... I was like, this movie. is... It's just... Maybe I was just in a mood. But, <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, it just... It just took too long to get there. And then... And then, yeah, I was... I was like, I'm not feeling this. And then the first zombies that they come across is like the queen and stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, this isn't what I wanted. And then I wanted to check out. But commitment... I'm here. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate. That. I mean, it'd have been a very short review if you could. But look, I got to say, it did, it did get better, and there were yeah. elements that were fun and enjoyable and gross. And I, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we yeah. we had very different um, experiences. I mean, we've not really talked about the like the visuals, the special effects, the practical effects. I mean, the look of the zombies, I thought, were excellent, and the different designs. Yeah, like well done, it, well done. It, yeah, yeah it, it was. It was fun. You know, so again, this is our rating in, in the US. Like, what, what's, the, what's the next rating of? Is it NC-17? NC-17, yeah. So their R ratings are like our restricted M rate, so yeah. MA-15. Kind so of thing, this so. movie had to be submitted multiple times because it kept coming back NC-17. <laughs> and that's not what they wanted. They wanted it at most to be an R-rated movie. And at one point, I'm not sure if they shot it or not, but Snyder was talking about there was going to be a visual of a zombie 
with a large penis that had a bite out of it. Whoa! I've got some trivia. <laughs> so let me take over what you're about oh, okay. to say and deliver <laughs> okay. it in trivia form. Oh, wow. Okay, that's just Whoa. something. Sorry, man. That's just something. I mean, okay, oh, there's something else I was going to say. that I will, I will wait until you've done your trivia just in case it comes up. <laughs> just in case. But you're right, yeah. Um, Zack Snyder cut a crude. I feel like it. The, the energy, the momentum of that. There's just no point. He had he cut a, a crude visual gag from the film that showed a male stripper with a huge penis that had a bite taken out of it because he thought it went too far. And that's Snyder saying that as well. <laughs> that is also. Um, another little bit of trivia um, next to the vault entrance. So this is in the movie. Um, there appears to be five boxes containing film reels on a metal shelf. Now, back in December of 2019, Zack Snyder posted an, uh, like a photo, an image of boxes containing film reels. And on them, it was in relation to uh, the Snyder cut of, the, of Justice League. And he took the photo, put it on what was it called, Vero or whatever that thing is called. And he said, yes, it does exist. Now, these film reels were there in the movie. Trivia, Easter egg, whatever you want to call it. And that's my trivia. I'm done. That's good, man. The only thing that I want to, <laughs> want to mention, I thought you were going to mention. So, so far, Snyder has directed two zombie films. And in particular, what the two movies have in common, Zombie Babies. This movie, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't need that. Zombie Tigers, cool. Zombie Babies, <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, unborn fetus baby. Fetus zombie baby. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's not the most pleasant sight. So for him, fighting <laughs> a stripper's cock, that's too far. Zombie baby? Okay. We can have that in the movie. <laughs> there we go. Again, like, that scene, that's like, it, it was, it, the reason that that unborn baby was there was because to give feeling and emotion to those, like, alpha zombie characters. So if they didn't have these heightened personalities and stuff and intelligence, wouldn't even need that. So, you know. Whatever. Whatever. Too much. Too much. What can I say? It's a good movie. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out for all your unborn baby feeder zombie delights. I, I mean, know. hopefully you weren't waiting until now to hear if it was a recommender or not because we've spoiled the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for our review of Army of the Dead. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsdupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Spiral from the Book of Saw. And it's just occurred to me for the first time ever, I think, we've reviewed two R-rated movies back to back. There you so go. It's an aggressive time to be alive. I don't know. That yeah. film's too <laughs> <trivia. Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. Bye.